morning. So you may have seen um, the headlines today, which were um, all about red meat being back on the menu. So basically, it's the same data that's always been there, always been there. But now they're saying that the risk is actually relatively small. Okay, so they're, they're saying that the risk of cancer, of diabetes is actually quite small compared to what what we're often told. And, and if you look at it, like the, the headlines are obviously going to be extreme. Now, the thing is, we know that saturated fat was bashed in the 1980s. We've kind of done a bit of a U-turn now, probably a bit too extreme, like all things. And that it's actually relatively neutral in terms of like its effects. Like it's not maybe health promoting, but it's definitely not as detrimental as we thought. And that's pretty much because a lot of research in nutrition, they'll group fats together. So some grouped trans fats and saturated fats. So trans fats might be find in, found in like, you know, your chip shops that use the same oil, maybe, you know, the American sweet food aisle, cakes, biscuits, tons of processed foods. Now to group them together is all, almost pretty ridiculous, right? And then, you can look at red meat and you can group red meat as um, Big Mac meals, etc., hot dogs. Or you could look at, you know, lean steak from the local butcher. They're two totally different things. There might even be two different lifestyles, right? So one person who has the Big Mac fries, Coke, doesn't really exercise, maybe smokes, maybe drinks a lot, doesn't really sleep. They might have more incidence of cancer on average than a group who have maybe lean steak or... Um, and exercise a lot, have a moderate diet. But if all the, all the steak is grouped together or all the red meat is grouped together, it's unfortunately it can then make the data skewed a bit. And it can cause quite a lot of confusion because observation data is used in nutrition quite a lot. And that's basically me going, hi, uh, how many eggs did you eat last week? And, some, and you going, uh, about six, something like that. Okay, but like, you know, no one can really remember, yet we're basing these. Now, I also want to go into the fact that there's a lot of kind of tribes, right, with nutrition. Like, people will go to, to camps because it's, it's almost a belonging thing, like a cult, and, if you like. And we have, like, one side and we have the other side. Like, you've got one argument saying that the dairy industry and the meat industry are all kind of in it for the money, um, but this is, and it's all marketing, but this is being said by people who have funded a movie and invest in vegan protein. So, which is fine, but they're, they're almost doing the exact thing they're complaining about. <laughs> so it's very interesting uh, that you, when you sit back and have a look at it, and obviously everyone's kind of got their agenda with it. But what we do know is that just because there's a risk of a cancer or etc., it doesn't mean you shouldn't have it. Like, for example, living will increase your risk of cancer. Like, if you look at studies, sometimes you've got to look at, yeah, there was an increased risk of cancer in this population, but they lived longer. And the longer you live, the more likely you are to get cancer. So you've all obviously got to consider, consider that as well. Now... At the same time, like I said, it doesn't mean you have to give it up. For example, there was a study in 2014 in women between the ages of 60 and 90, okay? So these women were in like retirement kind of villages, if you like. They gave them higher protein diets and half the group, higher protein diet, sorry, and half the group 
they were still given higher protein diets, but it was slightly less. Now, the higher protein diet, most of their protein came from lean red meat, okay? Lean red meat, so 16 to 90-year-old women, and after four months, they all got improved their strength. They put on muscle, which is obviously really important to fight off sarcopenia, osteoporosis, quality of life. And as well as that, their blood pressure was no different from eating the more red, higher red meat. The cholesterol was no different and their inflammatory markers were actually lower. Okay, because they had the benefit in terms of the muscle, the strength. So it just goes to show that, yeah, like when you look at the actual ins and outs of it, there's a big difference between eating a Big Mac, fries, Coke, not really exercising. And it's a lifestyle thing, right? So don't think that just because a study says don't eat this because it causes this. It's not really measuring cause and effect, okay? And there's no evidence that there's a cause and effect really. It's just all risk, okay? Like, and even you can find data if you want that eating too many vegetables will increase your risk of colon cancer. Okay, you can find evidence on that if you want. It doesn't mean that we should avoid vegetables, but I hope my point makes sense here. And actually, a balance is normally right. You know, like I know it sounds boring, and maybe that is tribal in itself by saying a balance is what we need. But actually, in terms of sustaining something, enjoying your lifestyle, which may improve your health having that flexibility will probably improve your health more so than any benefit you might get from excluding whole food groups through this fear based on a newspaper article. Because actually having the choice to go out and, you know, socialize is actually important for human beings, probably more important than anything and not kind of stressing too much. I probably know that too well from having an eating disorder. Anyway, hope that helps. Any questions, do let me know. Our four-week kickstart program starts next week. Devises, Marlborough, Burbage. We've got a few spaces left, so if you do want any more info, send me a message. Have a great day. Sweet.